Bidzy Small Business Society number 80. Thank you for joining us today on Bidzy Small Business Society. I'm Rob Barisoff. We talk to entrepreneurs and small business owners about what it takes to succeed as a small business owner. Connect with Bidzy Small Business Society at bidzy.com and grow your business. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers post projects for free in any of over 100 categories, including all types of home renovation, landscaping, cleaning services, photography, and many, many more. Now, if you're a business, Bidzy.com is a great way to find new customers because you are automatically notified each time a customer posts a project in your subscribed categories. So for example, let's say you own a roofing company and a customer posts a project in our roofing category. You are automatically notified via email or text and you can submit a bid at bidzy.com or use our internal chat system to introduce yourself to the customer and give them reasons why they should use you to complete their project. Monthly subscriptions start at $14.99. That's $14.99 per month for unlimited access to new customers and unlimited bidding at bidzy.com. Email rob at bidzy.com for more details or start your 30-day free trial now at bidzy.com. Welcome everyone and thanks for listening to this episode of Bidzy Small Business Society. Today I am chatting with Lisa Marie Platsky. Lisa Marie is the president and CEO of Upside Thinking Inc., where she specializes in strategy and expert positioning through leadership training, executive coaching, and consulting. Lisa is also an accomplished author, and her books, broadly speaking, talk about creating a lifestyle of freedom, creating wealth and prosperity through community and connection, and turning possibilities into realities. Now, I've only scratched the surface on her story, so let's dig in. Welcome, Lisa. Can you first tell us more about yourself, then about what projects you're working on today? Sure, and and thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Rob. This is a, really an honor to be here with you today. Glad you could join us, Lisa Marie. Thanks. Thank you. Well, you know, a little bit about um, about me and and the work that I do. You know how there's people that you probably know that are just brilliant and they just can't see it for themselves. You ever meet those people? Yes, absolutely. So, so those really, you know, those are, um, you know, those are, are my people and the people that I work with in, in my business. And, um, and I, I have to say that, you know, I'm fortunate to have this, sort of x-ray vision, I'd say, um, it's my, one of my superpowers to be able to, to see that and to see how they can, how they can capitalize on what that is. Um, you know, a lot of people just hide out in plain sight without realizing it. And the reason why I know that is because I used to be one of them. (laughs) So, (laughs) so, um, so that, that's, uh, you know, that's really the, the part, uh, in my leadership strategy that I love so much today. And, you know, have the pleasure of working with just such brilliant people. So are you saying these people just need to get out of their own way or sort of what's holding these people back that you're working with, Lisa Marie? Well, you know, I, I think that uh, there are, there's more than one thing. And for some people it's, um, you know, feeling like, you know, they're the next degree or the next training or the next piece of education is going to make them enough, if you will, 
to, to really um, step out and um, attract the right clients for their business. And for other other people, it's different. It's that they've been, you know, told to, you know, keep their head down and do the work and, you know, work hard and that business will come. And so I think it's, it's multiple depending on the individual. And so there's a lot of times messages that people get that say, you know, don't brag, don't talk about yourself. You know, only people who are really brash and arrogant do that. And, and yet, you know, if we, if we don't, you know, and, and yet do it in a way that's, that's, um, that's vulnerable and warm. So not, um, not talking about yourself and, you know, um, you know, carrying a sign about how great you are, but, but really being willing to be seen, to be fully seen for the talents that you have. That's an intentional, um, it's an intentional way of being. And so, uh, sometimes people don't realize that they're hiding out. And so I think it comes from different, um, different for different reasons. I heard uh, Ramit Sethi on uh, Tim Ferriss's show recently talking about the same thing, you know, finding that balance between, you know, arrogance and, you know, confidence. Yes. Yes. For sure. That's it. That's exactly it. And, and yet, you know, there's so much out there that, you know, I, I, one of the things that I say is, you know, the world is made for those who stand out, not those who fit in. And yet when I say that, it comes from a place of not, you know, building a soapbox and standing out, you know, you know, physically, literally, or, you know, um, having a crazy hairstyle or something like that. It really comes from a place of the world needs you and your brilliance. And if, if people can't find you, then the people who need you most suffer. And so you and I each have a unique brilliance, you know, about us, something that we do that nobody else can do based on our circumstances, our background, our life story. Even if there are other people who are doing what we do or have the same title, right? So, so the clients that I have are, I believe, uniquely designed for me to learn something from me. And if they went to work with another leadership coach they would get something um, maybe similar, but it wouldn't be exactly what they need. You know, and I think that uh, we owe it to the world. That's what you're saying. We're doing the world a yes. disservice by not, uh, you know, cultivating those strengths and giving the world what we have to offer. Yes, that's it. Yes, we do the world a disservice. That's brilliant. Lisa Maria, <laughs> let's talk about some of your strengths. So it took you some time to identify your strengths. Tell us the story in as much detail or as little detail as you like about how you first recognized and cultivated those skills that ultimately led to the launch of your business. Well, that's a great, it's a great um, question. My background's a little different. My background was in federal law enforcement. So I was not the, um, the person who said, gosh, I want to have a business. You know, I, I joke around that I was the accidental entrepreneur. And, you know, while there can be nothing accidental, you know, tr truly, and, you know, there's always and takes a little bit of intention to open up a business. <laughs> right. It, there, you know, it, there's the piece where it wasn't, you know, part of the plan, if you will. I thought I would stay in the government. I thought I would stay working in federal law enforcement. And, uh, you know, and I loved the job. But, I was in a um, relationship and we were living in very in different states and, you know, seeing each other every three weeks. And when I left and, and got married, I looked at going back into law enforcement and it became very clear that that would be to the detriment of my marriage. 
And so I thought, well, what, you know, what in the world could I do? And I had always been involved in leadership development. I was involved in leadership development when I was in the federal government. And I had run several programs and worked with outside consultants to develop some leadership curriculum. I taught at the Federal Law Enforcement Training Center and the Leadership Development Center. You know, post 9-11, I had been brought in to work on a special task force. So there's there's a lot of things that I had done in the field of leadership. But once again, I didn't know a soul. You know, 3,000 miles away from my closest friend or family member. I've never taken a business class because I majored in criminal justice. I know nothing about business. How, how in the world am I going to do this and, and make this work. Frightening and, stuff, right? You, yeah, ab- absolutely. And, <laughs> and stuff, you know, I mean, while everybody's story is different, everybody has that sort of, you know, how, how is this going to happen, I believe. And so, you know, for me, I, you know, you asked about this, you know, the unique strengths. And I looked, you know, I had this moment in my life where when I was on the job where I was really being looked over, uh, passed over, you know, not being seen for what I could bring and, you know, realized that for me, I'm an introvert. And so, you know, how, how we operate and, and knowing our personalities really matters in order for us to get what we want. And so I had a, um, you know, an ugly moment. It ended up being one of the, a very ugly moment for me. Uh, I took a leadership development course and wanted to learn about myself. And really the short version is that, you know, when the instructor stood over me, she said, um, gosh, you know, this makes me like, always makes me almost want to cry every time. Um, she said, you know, if, if, if Lisa, invites you to do something and you show up, she doesn't really want you to be there. And if you invite her to do something and she shows up, she's secretly wishing that she was someplace else. And, um, and it was an awful moment. And, and, you know, Rob, I, I, what I learned is that you know, and the, the journey took me a lot of different places was that connection matters more than anything. And if people can't see you and hear you and get what you're all about, you, you won't get the big opportunities in, in life or, you know, it just once again, back to the, the world suffers and, and, you know, and you kind of feel like an outcast. And so, um, I took a journey where I learned a lot about connection and I learned a lot about positioning and how some of the behaviors that I was engaging in was impeding my ability to really um, be seen. And those are the, the, the lessons that not only allowed me to, to be very quickly promoted within my agency, but also to open my business to understand that these are transferable skills. And when I sat down, I realized that if I could connect, that that was the most powerful skill that I could have of anything, regardless of the business degree, um, regardless of anything else. And so I've had my business for 11 years and it's been quite a ride. Congratulations. So thank you. Thank you. Lots of mistakes, but, but some, some, some big wins too. <laughs> now, that must have been very difficult to hear for you, and it's probably difficult for some of our listeners right now, those entrepreneurs and small business owners that might be introverted. They might have a little bit of difficulty getting up in front of crowds and speaking. They might have difficulty networking. So help them understand what steps did you take to embrace and overcome that challenge, Lisa Marie? 
Well, you know, um, I, I think that part of being an introvert is, um, is understanding that it, extroversion and introversion is about energy and it's where you get your energy from. And so extroverts get their energy from being around people. So the more they're around people, the more energy that they have. And so that if you're an introvert doesn't do that and, and you still need to be around people, what can you do to protect yourself? And so for me, you know, I make sure that when I am looking at networking events or going out, I'm very intentional about what they are you know, what I want to have happen. I'm not looking to connect with every single person in the room. I'm looking to have, you know, three fabulous conversations. Um, I'm very intentional. So it's not something that I do every week. Um, it's not even necessarily something that I do every month. Like, don't I also, be afraid to say no, right? Absolutely. And the other thing too, is for me, I recognize that um, I'm a morning person. And so it, to go to an event at six to nine is exhausting for me. Like I, it's just a big no. And so the likelihood of somebody having something in the evening and me going to it is slim. Um, and if I do, I have to make sure that I have a lighter day in order for me to be able to do that and be fully present. You know, I'm speaking next month and it's an evening event. And so, um, you know, in order for them to get my best, it means that, you know, I'm going to have a nap during the afternoon. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Not a bad problem to have, Lisa Marie. <laughs> no, no. But I think people push themselves and they look at someone else and go, wow, they make it look so easy. And, and it's really about understanding you and your personality. And, and that's, that's critical. And I mean, seeing somebody get up on stage, yeah, it looks glamorous. The bright lights are shining. Uh, you know, obviously you're bringing your best, but there were a lot of moving pieces to bring that all together, right? Yes, yes. Exactly. A lot that goes in. I mean, even at my three-day events, I hire a body worker and the body worker brings me up on stage, takes me off stage, does sessions with me during lunch, you know, for, you know, an hour, um, does session with me in the evening. I mean, to make sure that I, I am happy, healthy and whole as a, as a speaker, because it's my three-day event. So, you know, you, you don't want to have me haggard at the end of it or, <laughs> you know, or, or not able to speak at the end. And I don't want to get myself sick either. So these are the things that, you know, the, the strategies and the techniques that you have to be mindful of depending on, you know, uh, who you are, which is as important as what you do. Well, since we're talking about it right now, Lisa Marie, why don't you go ahead and just plug your three-day event? Oh, gee, thank you. So the three-day event is Design Your Destiny Live, the word design, D-E-S-I-G-N, your, Y-O-U-R, destiny, and then L-I-V-E.com is where you can find more information. And it's a three-day event that's really about creating an effective plan. So a lot of people are good at being efficient. They get a lot done, but they're not necessarily effective. So if you get to the end of the year and you did lots of things, but they weren't like the three most important things to do um, in having a business, then, you know, um, you're probably not serving the world in the way that you should be. So this allows you to design your destiny on your terms. And you hit quickly and after the end of the year. That's in January every year, right? It's in January, yes. And the reason why I do it in January actually is because most entrepreneurs are fantastic. You know, small business owners know that they should plan. But, you know, November and December come around and it doesn't happen. And so January, they're walking into the new year going, yeah, I think. No, I don't want the year to be the same as last year, but <laughs> so, so we do it at the end of January and it's a good time for it. 
Great stuff. Now, Lisa Marie, your list of accolades and achievements is a mile long. But tell us, what is the best part of being an entrepreneur? Why is it so great to be Lisa Marie Platsky? Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Rob, my. Um, I, you know, I, I just, I'll say that when clients come back and they, you know, whether they share, you know, this, this big six figure contract or whether it's that they got to take a vacation with their family or they just decided to pull back and, um, not, not take that promotion that they were working so hard for knowing that whatever legacy that they're leaving, that I've had some part of it, that for me is, is, you know, that's the ripple effect, right? So one small action that, you know, goes and affects so, so, so many lives for, for the better. That's incredibly, um, rewarding and exciting and, um, and, and thrilling for me. Just putting that great energy out into the community, I think, right? Yes. How do you best engage with and grow your client base? Lisa Marie, help the aspiring entrepreneur understand what it takes to gain some traction out there. Well, I think, you know, when you talk about leadership, leadership is influence, nothing more, nothing less. And, and you, you, you're somebody who gives influence, doesn't look to simply get influence. So, you know, I've built this billion dollar database, not because of, um, of the fact that, you know, I'm, I'm the, the smartest person out there, um, <laughs> Or, or because, you know, or, you know, or because I'm even the funniest or, you know, anything like that. It really is because I genuinely care about people. And so there's very few countries I can go to without knowing somebody there, you know, to meet up with. And so I would say that the, the, the biggest and the most important, you know, action to take is to really spend time every single day in cultivating new connections or growing and deepening the connections that you already have. And what ends up happening through that is that you end up with people who refer you and others find you versus you going out and chasing customers and clients. And I'll give you a brief, brief example of this. You know, I did some volunteer work. This was when I just starting my business and I would um, to drop off food to families in need on the weekend. And there was a gentleman that was paired up with me one particular weekend. You always went two people. And at the end of the day, he said to me, I'm going to introduce you to somebody. And this person um, that I didn't know in the car, uh, you know, very well, I didn't realize how connected they were. And without ever having seen me speak or train, they, they, managed to get me a, a contract both at Honeywell Aerospace and a local college, which led to, if I look at the dollar amount, it led to probably six figures. And this person had never seen me speak or train. And so I say that because people think that connections are, I go to a networking event and these are the people I should meet. But every single person you come into contact with knows at least 10 people. And those 10 people, you don't know who those are. Um, you know, I just was sharing this at a friend's business and the contract that she got that she wanted within the government came from the guy at the lunch truck. And so I can't overemphasize that because people think it's going out and yes, I get business from speaking engagements. Yes, I get business from a lot of different avenues. But if, if you can really spend time cultivating connections because you care about people, not because you're manipulative or, you know, you're doing this to be self-serving and be somebody who gives influence 
you can have anything you want in business and people will come to you. That one person knows 10, those people know 10, those people know 10. You cannot argue with that math, Lisa Marie, yes. right? <laughs> yes. Sorry for jumping around here a little bit, but I want to get as much value for listeners as possible. So let's talk about it. Let's dig in here. You're a coach, you're a mentor, but who coaches you? Who holds you accountable? And why is that even important? Oh my gosh, it's so important. You know, I always say that, you know, um, if you're the smartest person in your circle of friends, you need new friends. I mean, <laughs> you know, you just, it, it's, it's, it's so important to be constantly learning. And so, um, you know, on a, you know, personal level, you know, my, my husband's a bit of a leadership, you know, genius. And so he's a fantastic person to be, um, to be mentored by, but I have coaches, you know, that, that work with me and I have mentors who, uh, and a board of advisors for my business. And, and, um, you know, they, they range from, um, you know, in, they, they specialize in different areas. So, you know, not, no person, no one person on my team, as I really call it, uh, or my support system specializes in, in one, uh, one particular area. And so, you know, really a lot of influence, um, uh, I have a friend, you know, Dr. Tammy Wong, who has influenced and grown my business. And we've been connected for, you know, probably since 2007, um, last night I, I had a, um, you know, an hour session with, uh, one of my mentors and, you know, uh, Tammy Wong is actually out of California and, you know, um, this gentleman, Neville Joffe is out of Canada and just as a brilliant financial mentor, Tammy's a, a leadership and, and business mentor. Um, and, you know, and then coaches, you know, I have coaches that specialize in sales and vision. It just, it's very, um, it's very, very, very important that, uh, the ideas that I have and the direction that I'm going is actually, you know, measured and looked at by somebody else and that there's, um, new ways of thinking continually coming in. It's tough to do this alone. Let's face it. That success is a collaborative effort, right? Yes. Lisa Marie, do you love to win or hate to lose and why? <laughs> I'm sorry when you say love to win. I, I love to win, but I will tell you not at all costs. And so I learn more when I lose, but I don't like it. <laughs> Give our listeners something actionable here. What are you doing to wind down after a long or stressful day? Oh, um, you know, that's a great question. And, you know, for me, winding down because I'm an introvert means pulling back. And so I'm a foodie. And uh, good food to nourish the body is important. I will say I power down also in the middle of the day at the deck. So I mine, I don't own a television, so it's not, you know, sitting and, you know, being, um, I don't have, I don't have, uh, you know, cable or anything like that. And so it's not sitting and it's sometimes just decompressing and quiet. Sometimes I will sit on my sofa and do absolutely nothing and just process um, think about what are the, what are the things today that energized me? What are the things today that de-energized me? How do I get more of the former and less of the latter? Um, and, and really be present. So, um, sometimes it's not on the sofa. Sometimes it's on the, it's taking a walk around the neighborhood, but for me, it's, it's definitely not being attached to anything electronic and just being quiet. Great stuff. 
Now, Lisa Marie, boil this thing down for us. What is the one thing you want to share with our listeners about achieving success, whatever that success might look like to the individual? Well, success is how you define it. And that's, and so, you know, the, um, the one thing that I think is so important is, you know, know what success means to you and what that looks like. Because if you don't, you may end up someplace that you don't want to be on your journey. Great. I love that so much. You need to define it yourself and you need to set those goals. And I think you need to have that team of mentors and coaches to hold you accountable and set that standard and make sure that uh, you get out of your bubble, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's, that's, you know, I have seven pillars of leadership and, you know, one of the pillars has to do with partnerships. One of the pillars has to do with knowing your personality. One of them has to do with the plan. But if you don't know where you're going, all of those pillars don't, don't do you any good. So you, you have to be real clear about what it looks like. Now, Lisa Marie, we're winding down here. What does the future look like for you and your business? Growth, growth. Um, being able to, um, you know, to expand in new avenues. Um, so this past year we're exploring, you know, audio books and we're exploring, you know, um, speaking, doing speaking internationally and what that looks like. And so as my team gets together, it's, it's really, what's the next phase of growth. Absolutely. Now, if people want to learn about the seven pillars of leadership, they want to learn about your speaking and coaching services, they want to learn about your books, how can they connect with you, Lisa Marie? (laughs) Well, you know, I always love the personal connections. So, you know, um, Lisa Marie at UpsideThinking.com, the word upside, U-P-S-I-D-E, and the word thinking.com will get you personally to me. And I love those conversations. So that's possible. But also there's the website at UpsideThinking.com. And, um, you know, we'll talk, we, we go through all seven pillars that design your destiny live, but certainly there's a blog on upsidethinking.com and you can read more about it. Um, in addition to the, you know, free resources that I have that are available there. Use those resources, guys. Go to UpsideThinking.com for some free content from Lisa Marie Platsky. Lisa Marie, thank you for being so generous with your time and joining us today on Bidzy Small Business Society. You take care. Thanks, Rob. Thanks so much for having me. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers list goods or services they need and businesses bid on them. Customers, if you're looking for a service provider or a local professional, go to Bidzy.com and post your projects for free. Businesses, if you're looking for new customers or a way to expand your customer base, sign up for your 30-day free trial today at Bidzy.com. Thank you for joining us today on Bidzy Small Business Society. Go to Bidzy.com for information and resources on how you can grow your business. Support Bidzy Small Business Society by writing a review and giving us a five-star rating in iTunes. Your positive review and five-star rating will allow us to continue bringing you free, valuable content from amazing and inspiring entrepreneurs and small business owners. Rate and review Bidzy Small Business Society today. 